0: I really feel that you know in, in the arts we over time sort of pull in new technologies which expand what the arts can do like If we think back photography at one time was not really a part of the arts it was it was more of a technical uh, experimentation at one time film wasn't um, video wasn't um, and I really think that software like those media I just mentioned, um, is still just in its really early stages of being utilized by artists for um, pursuing their own vision, for pursuing their own ideas. And it's really exciting to see that unfold. Hello, I'm Casey Reese. I'm here at The Ranch for one week doing a, being a visiting artist, and I was here last week teaching a workshop. I'm a professor at UCLA and an artist and educator. I was here teaching a class called Experimental Video and Animation with Code, and it's directly in line with what I've been doing this week and with the bracket films. And we had a group of 12 people ranging probably from the from their 20s into their 60s, and we spent the week looking at the history of experimental animation and experimental film, and then um, working with software and writing your own code to produce works within that context, but works of software, which of course are quite different from the original source material. I think one idea with software is that the works can be continuous and always changing, unlike a film or a film loop, which is running linear media through um, over and over again, the same images are being displayed the software you can generate media while it's running or you can sort of montage or cut existing elements in continually different ways and so it's, I, th- I feel it's a different medium but there's a lot to be learned from this uh, extraordinary history. And I really think that software like those media I just mentioned um, is still just in its really early stages of being utilized by artists for um, pursuing their own vision, for pursuing their own ideas and it's really exciting to see that unfold and I've seen that unfold now for about 20 years. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen in the future, but um, the idea is to really increase access to make it easier for different groups of people to code, for artists to code, um, so that this work can really flourish and I would say new new media can emerge within this larger field. Yeah. So the way that we Write code is really different from how I think most people imagine it to be. We're always writing code for making visual media, for making sound it's always code within the context of the visual arts. So the way we go about it is really different, and the way we produce work is really different. So what's exciting is seeing someone expand their practice. For example, an artist who starts working with clay, or an artist who starts working with photography for the first time. The same thing happens in these workshops um, where you you have artists who have a, a deep practice, sometimes decades long, and they start using code for the first time, or they use it at a different level for the first time to see how that expands ideas about what they can produce, what they can make, how they think. That's what's really exciting about being here. And then this week, Sam Ticknor uh, is teaching a children's workshop doing stop animation, but she wrote that code over the last week um, for producing the stop motion in processing, and then later in the week, the students are starting to um, write code in processing to produce animation as well. So this is something that's—it um, spans you know, all ages from middle school um, and, and beyond. I think one thing to start is that for me in the work that I do and in my teaching, I make it like a separation between using software and writing software. It's this idea of literacy, that to be fully literate, you need to be able to, to read and to write, and so I use all different kinds of software. The students use all different kinds of software, but in the classroom and in my studio, we're actually writing our own software from scratch, custom software. And we do that. It's essentially a process of writing. It's not really that different from writing where when you when you write, you, you start with a blank page, you have some vague ideas, and the process is about trying to figure out a way to encode or communicate those, those ideas through a formal structured system, you know, or, or language. And so coding is really similar to that. It's, it's a process of expression and a process of um, taking ideas and encoding them into a, into a different notation. Um, and so... I oftentimes start workshops like this, talking about that for quite a while, and having a dialogue about about that. Another way to think about that is like a composer and how they construct music, where they have ideas about how to relate different sounds, um, different notes to each other, and then that gets encoded into this this formal system of sort of the Western musical notation. I think coding is really similar where you have ideas and, and ideas about choreography and relationships and you put those into a formal notation, but it's one that's then um, sort of performed um, by the machine rather than a, a human performer. This week I'm exploring in a pretty wide-open way. Um, I've ended up making a series of eight different digital videos that are inspired by uh, some collage films that Stan Brakhage made, uh, particularly uh, film called Mothlight and a film called The Garden of Earthly Delights. So, I have a long-standing interest in collage films and direct cinema films and also uh, just the general domain of direct de- animation and the fact that those films were made in the mountains in Colorado and I was going to be here in the mountains in Colorado um, made it seem like an ideal time to explore making films in that way. The idea is to use... I think his idea was an extraordinary idea um, was to make these films by directly putting bits of insect and plant matter between two blank 16 millimeter film leaders and then optical printing that for the print. The idea of making a film without a camera, the idea of making a film without drawing, um, it was, it was. there's some precedent for it, but the film Mothlight when it came out was, was really radical and I think an extraordinary work of art. And so I wanted to l- examine or think about the idea, that idea or explore that idea, but in 2018 um, and what I've ended up doing is uh, scanning at really high resolution some of the same materials um, but because it's a digital process and because it's being scanned rather than optically printed um, it has a really different feel and style Um, but I and one thing I should say is that I started making a film that was very similar to Mothlight and one very similar to the Garden of Earthly Delights and after doing that and Exploring and learning, I started making uh, these digital videos that explore further in a lot of different directions. So it started at that point and then it's um, departing. And I'm calling the work Studies, um, Studies for the Garden of Earthly Delights, as a way of um, sort of putting them within the, the area of, of a sketch for something larger. And I've, I've learned an extraordinary amount this week and I'm excited about the videos that have been produced. Yeah, this is my fifth time at the ranch. It's the fourth workshop that I've taught um, and fifth time being here. And I keep coming back um, because of the the environment here. It's, a, it's an amazing place to focus, an amazing place to escape from Los Angeles for a week or two and really be able to meet other people and to um, produce work and to have it in an environment where in teaching it's experimental and exploratory. When I first started coming to the ranch I knew very little about um, artists working with wood, I knew next to nothing about artists working with with clay and um, over these last 12 years in large part by being here I've started to just become very engaged with those media. I think oftentimes in the world and often in universities, those kinds of media are separated. The people working with digital media, the people working with these more traditional physical media, and that's my case where I teach at UCLA. And coming here allows me to um, meet people, see the work, see how it happens, and it's allowed me to, to grow my thinking. And again, I think that's what's so interesting about the ranch, where um, these very... Traditional thousands-of-year-old media, like working with clay, can coexist with artists working with code, but we're all doing the same thing. We're all sort of pursuing our unique vision um, and and producing the work that we feel we need to make. You are listening to Art Talks from Anderson Ranch Art Center, an audio series featuring artists, faculty, and the Anderson Ranch community. For more information about the series, visit the blog at andersonranch.org. There you will find more information about workshops.